Hi guys, this is the third part of the drunk cast. As you saw at the end of part two, we're pretty drunk by now. We get even more drunk. Part three, this is my favourite. The the last one's always my favourite because it's when we're the most drunk. But whilst this has had a lot more kind of serious topics or control, I guess, than previous drunk casts, the end of this one has my favourite story that we've told on the drunk cast. Um, And it's the most that me and Stu... And Chris, I think, have laughed. Um, it's about a friend of Chris's called Craig, who I think you will all demand to hear more about in future episodes. So if you can actually, if you can tweet tweet Redshift Rebels um, and Stu Whiffin and myself and use the hashtag CraigCast, CraigCast, C-R-A-I-G-C-A-S-T, um, if you want to hear more Craig stories in future drunk casts, I should also mention that these are the last ones for a few months now because I'm going off on tour. I'm recording a load, um, and I should also mention, which I mentioned in all of these, but now I'm s- sober, I can probably give a more um, controlled plug because this is the last time I'm going to get to talk to you before the big uh, Leicester Square show, um, and I really want as many of you as possible to come. It's it's amazed me that basically every date on this on this book launch tour has, has sold out. I think it's only Glasgow have got a handful left, and Leicester Square have got a few left. But Leicester Square is the big one because that's on my actual birthday, and I'd love as many of you as possible to come along. It's on August third. It, f- it finishes at a reasonable hour, so I know it's a school night, but it'll be done by ten ten thirty kind of thing. So I'd love it if you could come along. You can get tickets from the Leicester Square Theatre. You can get tickets from going to scroobiuspip.co.uk and looking in the blog. And yeah, hopefully I'll see you all there. Thank you very much for tuning in, guys. Um, enjoy this these drunk ramblings. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I've got a mouthful of crispy M&Ms. Um, Zavi's here. Have you got anything to say? <laughs> That's the worst start you've ever done. That was like a dog. You offered the mic. That was a dog sniffing a microphone. You just had a go at me for saying, should we start with wankers, wankers, wankers? And instead you went, no, I'm going to interview a dog. Fictional yeah. dog. I just think this is the fourth drunk car, so probably the, what, 12th or 15th hour? And at this point, I think a better start is talking to a dog <laughs> than talking to Chris. So, so take that as you will. Um... This is part three of the latest drunk cast. Uh, my name is Scroobius Pip. I'm joined by Stuart Awiffin and Chris and Chris Glasson. <laughs> How you doing, Chris? Hi, gang. You've done a lot. <laughs> We're drunk already, it turns out. Um, We're going to have a lot of fun. I need to mention, as I'm plugging it, because it's all I'm plugging, August 3rd is my birthday. Are you doing the, the last the shots the of the night? The last ones. Where the fuck are you getting these from now? August 3rd is my birthday. We've got the Distraction Pieces podcast live at the Leicester Square Theatre. Please come along, get involved, ask some questions. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I can't even plug that, that properly. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Let's get into the podcast. Um, Buddy Peace, drop the theme tune. This piece of fiction is the intro to Distraction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction.
There we go. So we're in part three. How drunk are you feeling, Chris? Because your hat now, is quite skewiff. Sta- now I'm starting to feel a little bit skewiff. Stu's been an enabler, I would say, tonight, haven't He's you? been trying to get you drunk. You have, because you want me to loosen you, up. That's your done, problem. You've done nearly that much. Don't fucking say you when you've drunk as much as me. Can I level with you? Have you been feeding me booze and drinking water? All night. Stuart has been pouring shots and not been drinking a single shot. All night, Stuart's been putting them to his mouth, then wincing, then hiding it under the table. Seriously. So Chris has done about what? Six shots? Seven shots? I've had about seven or eight shots now. Yeah, not have one. And Stu hasn't had one. There's so many there's so many things wrong about that. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm cool with it, but don't do that to your did friends. Did you spot it right from the off? Yeah, I spotted it straight away. <laughs> I, wonder, early on. I wonder why you had such an aggressive drinking strategy tonight. Doing a yeah. lot of shots tonight. So um, I've drunk how much? How many shots have I drunk? You've had about a third of a bottle of uh, vodka. That's fucking ridiculous. And how many beers? I don't know. Not that many. Only four because I, he's been feeding me. Just because of vodka. all the shots. Um, yeah. He's going to do one yourself. now. Sorry, I'm Ooh, eating nice. M&M's into the mic. This is professional, isn't it? Delicious. Um, you woke up on your lawn at 4am the other day, didn't you? And your dad had to carry you in, Chris. I did, but, Life you comes. know, that wasn't Stuart's fault. <laughs> that wasn't Stuart's fault. <laughs> I just wanted to put that in there just as it sounds like we're bullying and enabling, yeah. but Chris needs no enabling. No, Chris, no, no. Chris is I'm, not, I'm not angry at Stuart. Um, but that doesn't mean you should do that to your friends ever. No. Don't ever do that, especially uh, also like drugs, spiking, that's not mm. cool. Oh, it's different from mm. spiking drinks, isn't it? That's saying, mm. do you want to drink this? And, him, and mm. you saying, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's thing, true. But still, you tricked him. Mm. Oh, you're a good trick. Well, um, good, good, good trick, Shane. I'm going to tell two more. I promised I'd tell two more Ian Library stories before we get into Fight Week. Which which we're going to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking idiot for that. <laughs> I've been watching it all night and what, thoroughly what, enjoying what, it. What is funny is you don't even know how bad I can be with stunts. You're you're in you're in bandit territory now, son. <laughs> I saw it. I saw that. I saw Pink. both things. Yeah, I'll have a, just, yeah, I'll have a vodka, please. I just put my hand out and Zavi shook it. Yeah, he's trained he did, on that. He did that. High five! He'll high five it. That's brilliant. Just, just show to him. High five! High five! High five! What a liar. He licked my hand. <laughs> I'm going to feed him a bit of a... Show him up. something. Oh, that means you're Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly. Anyway. Well, no, I mean, we can't just have a podcast of me talking to your dog. Good lad. He's well trained. He does high fives. Mm. That's mm. better than Chris. It's not. It's not. No, I'm Chris, I've, I've, I've been doing Pavlovian conditioning to Chris all night. I, know, I wrote the book on high fives, but... Anyway. Quick, quick, Ian's... Ian, a library stories. Right. They have a thing in the library called the baby rhyme time mat and it's a mat that they they that they all sit on when there's the the morning they do a baby rhyme time thing and kids come in and they do nursery rhymes and they all sit on this mat there's a woman like the mat was was taken away to be clean it, it's got the writing of the staff underneath it so it's definitely their mat it came back and one of the librarians was convinced it's a smaller mat and my my brother thoroughly enjoyed this he's like a young man all the librarians are older ladies, but he's finding this this hilarious. So he took the time to take a really good photo of the mat, <laughs> scan it, 
print out an A4 sheet version of the mat, <laughs> remove the mat, <laughs> then send a photo of the A4 sheet version of the mat to the woman who keeps thinking it's shrunk, saying, oh. I definitely think this mat's got small. <laughs> He's trolling just old librarians to fill his time. This is just, but this, this, that, that, that is why your brother is odd king of the and world. Brilliant. That is yeah. a fraction of the beauty. This next one is his greatest moment. And my, and my brother, for those who don't know, is also Giacomo Brown, who's released an amazing oh, album on my oh, label. Okay. Um, I've, I've told that before. That's not a big oh, reveal. Okay, you panic. You're like, oh my God, yeah, he's drunk. Right. He's told a secret. <laughs> is, is it a hundred times clever that, more, more clever than all of us that put together? Yeah, he was originally meant to be on the drunk cast, but he was away for the first one. Yeah. And now I feel he'd just... The standard's been set so low. <laughs> just, it's not worth bringing him also, on. Also, he's most likely to eat someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he, he left Facebook because he felt it was a waste of his time. He felt he because he argued with people a lot on Facebook and would yeah. have very researched arguments. And actually, going back to your dog story, mm-hmm. it was a really good thing because Amy, who does the dogs, she doesn't do dogs. Um, <laughs> as far as it's I know, what people get up to in their own time is their own business. Um, who does the speech development and yeah. social media? I've, 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 lovely I've, Amy. I've, I've mugged her off for ages because she's reposted stuff on Facebook on her private account before that it's just unresearched. And I think it's a massive thing. You should research anything that is put on Facebook. Mm, yeah, I, I mostly agree I with think that. you should really, you shouldn't just go, oh, right, I'll repost that. Mm-hmm. You should, it normally takes a quick Google search to verify. Yeah, you're that's, right. No, no, no that's, what was, that's why it was beautiful, because of the fictional <laughs> yeah, dog. Because Amy yeah, messaged me going, yeah, yeah. that's bullshit, right? And I was like, oh my God, well the done, first time learning. you question something on Facebook, even if it's your friends mm. claiming I've got a dog. But anyway, so Ian, Ian left Facebook. But before he did... He did an amazing post, and near us in Brentwood, there's a park, and it's got a gruffalo hunt, and it's fantastic. Oh, it's these, God. it's these, these carved wooden characters from 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 gruffalo. And generally, if you've got kids, um, it's a really good place to go because you hunt around, and they're beautifully carved. But there's a map, and you have to hunt and find the characters from the gruffalo. Mm-hmm. Ian went there after a day at work, and he posted his photos, and it was a photo of a bush. He's like. Nope, can't see anything yet. Can't see anything. Nope, n- nothing yet. And then found one, and he'd printed out a life-size picture of Mark, of, of Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> and he's like, I found one. I found, and and it, it, he's found a life-size Mark Ruffalo. And then he goes to another bush. There's another life-size picture of Mark Ruffalo. And then... <laughs> He goes, oh my god! I found an ultra rare one, and it's a life-size picture of Janine Garofalo. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as I know, he's done this on his own. Nice. And he had this whole folder of, I think it was four different Mark Garofalos and one Janine Garofalo <laughs> that he's found pictures, printed out big versions that's onto brilliant. card or something because they're hard enough to put in a bush and hide. Oh, that's fucking amazing. And done and done the gruffalo hunt finding. Finding, oh, <laughs> finding the ruffalos, but yeah. Anyway, they're, they're that's amazing. That's two different, or now four different in total. Um, Ian Library stories. Can we, can, um, we, can we get shirt off? Let's get shirt off. But just just quickly, just speaking back to Amy when Ian left Facebook, and again he posted some really intellectual stuff, some really mm-hmm. good links. She was gutted he left mm. just because of his library stories. Because his library stories regularly of the stupid mm. oh, people man, that had come his in library stories, um, were just golden. It should have been a book a, in that's themselves. A sitcom. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. really is. Like I used to do ones about my, my train journeys. And yeah. 
and they um, weren't as good, but they, yeah. they totally ain't as funny as your brothers. <laughs> I, I respect that. But even so, like I love Ian, and the fact that I've said that twice now, yeah. so I've got a problem. Um, the fact that he can do these, uh, he, he works in that sort of job, and he finds that endlessly amusing and fun. This is the smartest guy I know working in the lowest paid job I know. And by choice, and that, because he refuses, this isn't, this isn't he refuses he, to earn a taxable amount yeah, exactly. because he doesn't this believe is, in our political that, sorry, system. That, thanks for explaining that. It isn't because Ian can't. It's because he just ain't that interested. He's, he's had higher paid jobs. the fucking he's, point he's, of that. I he's worked that. In, in London. He's had higher paid jobs, but he's gone, right, actually, I don't approve of this. Again, he's someone that... He's the only person I know who, who, who did an office space. And if you've seen the, the, the film Office Space, it's great, it's classic, and there's a point in it where he just... Like the, he's, he's, he has this moment, this big epiphany, and I can't remember what it is, a knock on the head or something, and it changes him. He's like, he's, he's talking to Jennifer Aniston, actually. He's like, yeah, I don't like my job. And she's like, oh, right. So what yeah. you can do is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just not going to go yeah. anymore. And she's like, what, you're going to quit? He's like, no. No, I just think I'm just not going to go anymore. Um, Who used that sample? Blueprint. Blueprint. Um in no, in a, on on a soul position album actually, I think. Um, and and Ian's done that in two different jobs. Yeah. He's decided he doesn't like it, and then just stopped going. And one of them, they kept paying him for I think two months. <laughs> he just got, he just like I'm just not going to go anymore, and just stopped going. But yeah, um, he chooses to earn an untaxable amount exactly. and not be on the on and, the grid. And that's as what such. I like because I think which he, makes you he, also he, it's why we all also think he could be a killer in some way. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but. Um, before we talk about Ian's um, mass murdering <laughs> points, is that I think that's brilliant. The fact yeah. that the smartest guy we know realizes the absolute retar- the, the, the stupidity of most of us in the in the in the rat race. Yeah, in in the regular rat dun, race. Dun, but dun, dun, dun. we've said all these nice things. Which pink toothbrush story of Ian would you like to tell? Now, Ian loves the pink toothbrush, which is a club that Stu runs, has has worked at for years. And he's the thing he summed up for me for it was most, and it is weird because I agree with it completely. I DJ'd at the at, at the anniversary, yep, and I loved it because it was going because we used to go there as kids and so on and so forth, or as uh-huh. teens and twenties and whatever. Yeah, if you're in the alternative kids. in Essex, you've been there at some point, and yeah, you? yeah, or and and, you're a dickhead. and and Ian's uh, summed it up that on, on most club nights you go and if a song comes on you like, you have a dance. For some reason, the Pink Toothbrush is that night that. You'll just dance. I don't know. It's it's, it's really odd. It might mm-hmm. take one to get you there, but then you'll be on the dance floor all night, and it's mm-hmm. a it's a beautiful thing. So yep. again, it's that bizarre thing of most intelligent person we know and all this kind of thing. But then the thing too fresh is drunk dancing to the killers and Fallout Boy. So, and what, so what, what story are we going to talk? Because both involve outfits, we go don't with, they? I'd, I'd say we, I'd say we go with the um, the anniversary because I DJ yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Because, but coincidentally, we, we both saw that at separate occasions, didn't we? That was what was beautiful. So, yeah. I've, I've, I've DJ'd... And Can I just quickly stop you about this intelligent... Like, he is the most intelligent person I, I think I know. But I think also, Ian, that, that makes him emotionally intelligent that he does these sort of things. Like, yeah. It's so easy to sit there and go... And then he goes and rocks out, out and, and the story you're going to say. But to me, there's loads of emotional intelligence in Ian's behaviour in, yeah. in that respect. In letting Lisa anyway, enjoy sorry. that. But we'll get to the other story after this, actually. Cause so so I'm, I've, I've DJ'd, <laughs> and man, I had the time of my life, because I played a load of songs that I could n- could never play at our club night, Yeah, because it's 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 more hip and whatever else, and that's not a diss on, on the brush at all, but no. 
are looking out and seeing Stu and Ian and Tom and, mm-hmm. and and loads of my mates that I used to go and dance to them songs with haven't been in years. I'm playing all them songs and getting to see them dance. It was a beautiful, beautiful mm, thing. Yeah. Um, and we had Mike Joyce as well was yep. was DJing that night from from the uh, the Smiths. But there's a little backstage area, and my situation is I'm sat in there grinning like crazy because I'm just the happiest guy <laughs> in the world. You'd finished your set, hadn't you? I'd finished my set, and I'd been I'd been knocking about a bit, but I'm in there beaming because yeah. Meanwhile, I've left the DJ booth, gone to the far side of the club, yep. and then walked back to meet you yep. in the green room over the stage, yep. which looks over the dance floor. Yep. So as I'm walking over the dance floor, I've seen something, yep. and I'll, I'll let you pick up on and, it. And, and you've come in, you've pushed the dryer up and went, Pip, you've got to come out here and see this. And then I just picked up my phone and showed you a video of what you'd just seen, because I've seen it well. <laughs> and it was my brother... Just loving it, beer in hand, Fallout Boy playing. <laughs> and he is a 38-year-old guy, I think he is yep. now, but just rocking out to Fallout Boy, and we were just so happy. Yeah, that was so cool. Because it's such, again, like there's certain songs that are cliches that are always played at a certain yep. club, and the first time I DJed at the, the Brush, actually, me and my brother had a bet on a, a which Fallout Boy song they'd play, the going down, 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 or... The cover of Smooth Criminal, yep. or whatever they do. No, it's not Smooth Criminal. Oh, hey. Hey, mate, that's Alien that's Ant. Alien Ant. Well, which one do they cover? Which one do they cover? Smooth Criminal. What's wrong with you? Smooth Criminal. No, which one do Fallout Boy cover? Oh, uh, Beat It. B- b- beat It. And, and, and we were sitting in the back room, and I started to text my brother to say, they've just played Beat It, a you win. And literally after Beat It, they played going down, down, <laughs> digging, digging. And I was like, we both win. Everyone wins today. <laughs> But equally, yeah. you've also looked out what, what whilst DJing and seen Ian shirt off, r- rocking out in the brush. Brilliant. Because <laughs> I, I, if you to, to explain him a little clearer, he drives um, and, and, and works works for us, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. At Lizards, he's yeah, he drives he, and does the door for us. He's, he's one of the crew, and uh, and on the way up there, Picks his targets. Invariably, it's me, you, and, and your brother in it, and we mm-hmm. sit there and we talk about what fights we've seen and. And, and then on the way home, generally we're all a bit drunk, apart from Ian. And, uh, and the fucking music he plays is... I like to think I've got a good knowledge of, of music. I ain't got a fucking clue what he's playing. He's got the, the most in-depth knowledge. His YouTube yeah, yeah. channel yeah. has had blogs written about it. He's now getting so recently. much love in it. His oh, YouTube really channel has had blogs written about it because some of the stuff he's put on there is so rare... Um, and it's rare. It's rare recordings of rare collections that aren't available anymore. So it's kind of okay to put up. Yeah. It's the only, only spot. And yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 pretty. He's 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 very intelligent with his music connection. He he got me into half the stuff I'm into, yeah. and is into hundred percent more stuff. When, than... when I met you, um, you had such a, a, a high opinion of your brother. Mm. You know, you know when you you, when you... and what and we haven't and, and, and and have mentioned as well. Me and him hated each other as kids. He he cracked my he cracked my head open once. He broke my thumb. That's that. why fighting and that. being rough. Oh, that's why. But let's have it. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> without blowing too much smoke up his oh. ass. Everything aside, he's just a fucking proper lovely dude as well, isn't he? he is. He's like there's no there's no right malice this in him at all. Is he's a really fucking nice fella. Because of all the nice things we're saying, that's why Ian can start a, 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 a cult. But no, the good that's thing is... That's why Ian is definitely eating other humans It's really right important now. that we've said all this, because I'm going to have him on the podcast at some point. 
and a lot of his views will freak people out. Yeah, totally, they will. Mm. They will. Because there's many things like he's, intelligent. he's perfectly happy with the idea of a lot of people dying and yeah. stuff like that because it's it's needed and and yeah, so on yeah, and so yeah, forth. Yeah, so yeah. it's good that we're saying what a lovely dude he is because when I have him on, I'm sure there's going to be certain things where people go. Holy this shit, is hideous. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's saying that it's 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 fine that you have a, a certain moral standpoint and mm. that might involve murder. And anyway, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm anyway. gonna tee that one up for Ian and he can finish it off. Anyway, news update. Next? I've got to take a piss, but I've just had a message from someone on Tinder. Really? I love your dog, man. So we'll get on to Tinder next. So Chris is going for a piss outside. So what would you like to talk about next, Stu? Do you want to hear some stuff from mine and Chris's fight week? Or do you want, have you got something that you'd want like to talk about or discuss? No, not, not, not really. Um, I've got a couple of things that should the conversation go that way, I thought I might throw in there that were just some right. odd stories. Well, well um, here, here is a quote from Chris as we're walking in Corinum <laughs> that he said, with no irony or joke... 100% serious, he said, well, how do you justify all the beasts I've slain then? That was a genuine sentence that came out of Chris's mouth. Once more, how do you... How do you justify all the beasts I've slain? Um, and it came from, I was telling him about, I'd read this thing, and it was saying how your brain isn't capable of creating new people in a dream. In if, Like, when you dream, anyone you meet... <laughs> You see, anyone you meet will be, even if you don't recognise them, it's someone you've seen at some point, it's been stored, you can't create new people, Which to which Chris's instant response was, well, how do you justify all the beasts I've slain then? Because Chris is obviously, you, as we've discussed before, you you lucid dream regularly. Lucid dreaming. Yeah, yeah. So and, I've stopped because it's like a drug. So this was, this was a part of, a, what, a three-day sleepover? That you, a three-day sleepover yeah. that we had. Mm. Um, my so, other f- a favourite quotes again we're a bit delirious and i walked in on two days in didn't i a day i, I a popped bit. around and chris was like a bob, 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 bob. like he didn't really know what was going on did he <laughs> he was just talking a bit of rubbish really he was a bit tired chris was very was sleepy bit, basically yeah. on the first night he was, was very sleepy because you'd got overexcited chris i was fucking chris Sleepy buddy, bucket hatted bastard, which you was were. a comment on Twitter. That was from B. From did, B you, did, you, did you post that picture on Twitter? I posted Twitter? a picture of him in his hat. I got lovely. a message from you saying, he doesn't even know I took this. Yeah. And it's genius. It's yeah. just a picture of Chris because his hat. Is this at the chip in. shop that you were It was at the to. chip shop up the road, yeah. And Chris blended in with the surroundings because of his hat. But um, I was having a nice time with the public. I got, I got a, when I left you, you was, you was having your daily walk, which was to yeah. the chippy. <laughs> and you had the bucket. <laughs> At home with leaves on the top, yeah, and it, it was a fucking great photo, Pip. And it, uh, uh, and Pip got that shot of you looking on your phone with your head down mm. next to a pot plant, yep, and your leaves, a rubber plant. It looked the, the fucking brilliant. There was a point that we're watching. You've the never seen Predator, have you? And someone was fighting, no. and they said, and he comes from amazing camp with Forrest Griffin and Tyson Griffin. And I sniggered and went, I looked over at Chris and went, Peter Griffin, his resp- which I thought was quite funny. His response was to slowly close his eyes. 
and, a, and a little bit before you had said, I'm getting a bit sleepy, you kind of, I said, you said Peter Griffin, you kind of smiled and then went, mm. just closed your eyes. I was like, I was like my material is wasted here. Um, there was another thing during the sleep deprived moment where Chris was all excited about something. We were having some big rant and he says, need I say anything more? Which is extended the sentence, need I say more, by saying more. Which, which slayed me. The saying, need I say more, adding a word, need I say anything more. Brilliant. It tickled me. But my favourite one, sleep deprived. I've just noted this and we were discussing it and I don't know where it came from or why we said it, but it was the discussion of, and it was it was a fictional conversation that we'd made up between each each other. And <laughs> That's it was cabin fever we'd got. <laughs> <laughs> Why has that guy got a Harry Potter portrait tattooed on his face? Because he's Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Which makes no fucking sense. But Anders in tears of laughter. Why has he got a Harry Potter portrait tattooed on his face? Because he's Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Anyway, that was my... Pretty, I mean, yeah. there's also... We played Doom a lot. We periscoped for the first time. Yeah. Chris also l- lit his farts a lot, <laughs> which I refused to watch. He tried to get my yeah, attention every time. Watch him. He's getting he was silent. like, look at this, look at this, look at this. But, Lighting his farts. But the, enjoy- the enjoyment was in him not looking because he's looking, <laughs> but he's not. He's like, you can see him checking out his, his peripheral vision. I'm above it. I'm above it. And, you can and, see him testing his peripheral and he, vision. And he's like, yeah, man, you're watching. You're watching, although you're not. Um, it goes back to when we went to UFC in Manchester, which was, um, which was, which, which was headlined by Randy Couture, uh, and we mentioned. Um, but it's UFC in Manchester. And at that point, I was, I was going out with a girl I've been going out with for years, Kate, who, yep. who you both know, and Kate was having a sleepover with her mates, and we were were watching the fights and then having a, a night in the hotel room. Yeah, um, and, having a sleepover, and we were. I, I sat there thinking, our image of what the girls' sleepover is is like sexy girls in pillow their fights. lingerie, pillow fights, all a bit sexy. Finger banging. When in reality, they're <laughs> think maybe even finger banging, as Chris so eloquently oh, added. <laughs> Whereas in reality, they're Drunk in their in baggy t shirts and whatever else, going, meh, meh, slagging me off. He's out with that Chris again. Doing whatever. <laughs> Keeps lighting his farts. Their, their, their image of what we would be doing is us sitting in a hotel room drunk, l- lighting our farts, which is exactly what we were <laughs> fucking doing. And that's what, that's what spun me out. I was like, our cliched image of their girly, girly sleepover. Is an illusion. (laughs) Their cliched image of lads in a hotel was fucking... We'd watched the UFC, we were staying up watching the film, Chris was on the bed, in his pants, (laughs) knees in his face, going, look, 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 look! (laughs) Did it go up? Did it go up? And then, doing one went, oh shit! ah, ah," And burning himself, because it was a bit of a backdraft. Because he fucking got a backdraft in it. Um, but you gotta put your knees in your face, too. You won't get, you won't shoot course, it out. <laughs> you know. It's so, so that's why this time when he was lighting his farts, I'm like, I'm not going to encourage you. I've been upset. there before. And then Mark Irvine came over <laughs> one night, cracking up every time he lit a fart. <laughs> it's like, brilliant. <laughs> Mark come over. Mark loved that. As soon as I saw him, and I had your uh, fire lighter, I was like, boom. <sighs> 
check this out. Shall we talk about the fights at all? Because it was a hell of a week of fights. Um, I mean, <sighs> I should yeah, okay. I should j- jump out of that and Sorry. say there were these three days of fights. It annoyed me a bit that some people at the end of UFC 200 said, oh, it was a bit underwhelming. When, look at the whole three days of fight. A look at Rafael Dos Anjos against yeah. Eddie Alvarez. A, a look at JJ being pushed and then defending her belt. A look at so many fights, just just so many amazing and exciting fights and main events. Look at Musasi's performance. Look at Choi, that kid Choi that looked about twelve. Oh man, that just that was... smashed fools. There was <laughs> crazy tons of really yeah. exciting and um, uh, amazing fights. The girls stole the sh- uh, sh- show a bit. I think Nunes against yeah, yeah. Tate. My, my, Nunes that, that, looking, that was my favourite of the lot. Nunes looking like a beast. Um, wow, and what, um, and such a nice person but the bit well. yeah just her smiling her at the smile end was so me. beautiful I was probably saying in the press conference shit about her smile but. just so happy and <laughs> addressing <laughs> the fact that she, that she was the first openly gay champion in the UFC and saying like my so girlfriend's good. over there and she's going to be the best uh, she's co- a fighter as well but just with the proudest cheeriest grin it yeah, was beautiful it was but the bit I was going to say there was people forget that that within seven days there was another event and that event had a Tony Ferguson against a banana which was possibly Huge. one of the, the fights of the year Mad, a McDonald crazy. against a Lineker which was again Brilliant. just amazing but yeah an amazing weekend mm. of fights right or week in total just brilliant all I'll say is we've had this discussion. Mm-hmm. The Brock thing I did think was underwhelming. So let's discuss that because I was yeah. really excited about you, the Brock you, fight. you got back to me going, hey, it was amazing. I thought it was brilliant. And, and it's interesting because it's no, because it's the exact same thing because you didn't really enjoy McDonald against Thompson because you were no, saying you felt no. it was a bit of a. Do you a know what? Like, you say that, right? And, and I, did, I, did, I did say that. I've watched that again since. Mm. And I think because I watched it just that fight, not the whole thing. Yeah. I, I did. Enjoy it a little bit more. It's interesting because I think because what we discussed was the context. Yeah. And for me, I think context is everything. You can't remove the context. And the thing that excited me about the Brock fight was number one, he was going for it, particularly in that last round. He was dropping some bombs. But the thing that had me on the edge of my seat was around two, hardly a punch was landed between either of them, uh-huh. and I was on the edge of my uh-huh. seat because you're aware that Hunt can finish it in one punch. That the amount of money that Brock. Is, has relaunched this card. Brock is this m- massive thing. He's won the first round. He's beaten him up, but you know... And it was similar uh, with the Wonderboy one. And it, I wonder if it's because in most fights, I'm not invested in the winner. Mm-hmm. I just want a good fight. Whereas with Wonderboy, I was very excited about him. And I love Rory, mm-hmm. but I was excited about Wonderboy. Oh, oh, so oh, mate, no, with, in oh. that fight, Wonderboy was tearing it up, but Rory still felt like if he caught him, yep. it was over. I, I, I was totally indifferent on that. And... and it was it was was similar with the Brock fight. In it the, wasn't for me. I wanted Mark Hunt to smash him. See, that's probably like, it. Then for me, I was that's like, right. that's I was why like, you were disappointed. Yeah. By it, I was like, you, because you had but, an agenda. I, I, I was I like, have, what's I, exciting I no, is is Brock is amazing for business. If he wins this, for me, it was thinking if he wins this, what does this mean? Because again, I'm into wrestling as well. Yeah. So it's like, that's what does this mean for wrestling? But then, what does this mean for the UFC? That he's come back after five years, and I've always felt that Brock is underrated but and I, I gets think... a harsh run of things. Because people say, oh, he was shit. He lost to Velasquez and Overeem. Um, and Mir. And, 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 and Mir in okay, one of his first, first fights, fights, but then he redeemed that and smashed yeah. Mir, and then he went on to win the belt after yeah. that. So he beat 
Heath Herring, who's legit. He beat Randy Couture, who's a legend. He beat Mir, who's a legend. He beat Shane Carwin, who hits as hard as anyone. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. and, 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 and was great. But then he lost to Kane and, and Overeem uh, whilst having... His the, guts pulled out. A diverticulitis, and, and after the operation but, to oh, remove it. Was that it. post-operation with Kane? I thought it was no, just... Post no, Kane was him. while he had it, though. Oh, right. So Kane was while he had it, so it was... And it's a wasting yeah. disease. It's eating away at your, your stomach. Then post-op, it was um, it was over him, who kicked him in the... the yeah, yeah. The stomach. It, Fair it, play, it's that... Oh, why wouldn't you? So I've always felt he was a bit underrated in that way. So I was excited for him to come back, and even though he didn't get a finish, it was still, to me, it's like, no one in the kind of heavyweight division in particular, but no one could go away for five years, come back and fight a top 10 guy who's been active this whole time, mm-hmm. who almost won the belt. He fought Verdum for the interim belt. Yeah. That was an interim belt match. So, that, so that's a guy who in the last year has fought for the belt. I don't necessarily agree with that. And win it. I don't agree with that. And look at crazy. Fedor. Like, yeah, Fedor's but- a legend. He's come back after all this time off and struggled really badly yeah, but, with Maldonado. But... but, but- Mm. He has nowhere near the top. He hasn't been as as Brock still been wrestling. He's been in WWE, right? So he's in shape. He's in shape, but that's a world of difference from from fighting, isn't it? Cunning. Not that big a difference, but a difference. If you've not had combat, if you've not been punched in the face, you you, you actively you don't don't forget how to fight. Yeah, but wrestling is physical and, and. you know, I, I, no, I, I don't think that that's five years out of it. He's going to make yeah, a huge not difference like, not to someone. Like he's been stay, staying in the cabin for five years. Just he's, putting it, just bloating. He's, 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 he's kept it, flexed it, and been popping fucking yeah. steroids. You, 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 you don't forget how to fight. You yeah. don't forget how to fight. You know how to fight completely. And, and but you know, obviously, he's had a camp, yeah. so you know, it's only refreshed what he knows and 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 got him in. You know, in, in, in I just think regardless shape. of any shape, you're, you know, you're five years fans. out, you're wrestling fans. I'm not, and so yeah. you, you know, you, you were all hyped to see him back. Yeah. It, it, when, when it announced, I, I would said, have been happy if he got knocked out. Like, I would have been yeah. fine with him, him being knocked out, regardless of the result. He saved that card. Yeah. When Jones popped and was pulled, yeah, that card was. Oh fucked. yeah, man. Um, no, in fact, he saved the card before that, like when Connor came off of it and so on yeah. and so forth. Sorry, he saved that card and made it an ex- ex- exciting card yeah. again. So I was just excited for him to be there. But even regardless, it was just that excitement of right, you've won one round, but any time, any time that punch lands, it's lights oh. out, it's so game over. Are, are you are you excited as, as excited for CM Punk? Because I, I, again, I don't, I've never seen him wrestle. I, I, I don't know never, anything I about him. I just know he's a wrestler. wrestler. The only time he came on the scene was when he said he was going to fight MMA. That's now, all I know him for. Yeah, it's a different thing. I'm I'm curious. I'm certainly not against it. Yeah. Similar with Ghostbusters, I hate people getting stressed about things that haven't happened yet. Yeah. Anyone who's hating on Ghostbusters now, cool. If you've seen it, you don't mm-hmm. like it. You've got a right to hate. Mm-hmm. The thing that gets me with seeing Punk is people getting angry. It's like you've not seen him, and it's it couldn't what, 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 be it couldn't be be more different than Brock because Brock is Brock's only stripes. He's one of the most decorated wrestlers ever in the UFC. So, like as an actual as a as a as an amateur, the irony of it being amateur as an amateur wrestler, he's one of the most decorated. Whereas CM Punk hasn't ever done any combat sports. So, he's been training it for a long time. He's been training BJJ under under the Gracies for years yeah. and things like that. So I don't know how it will be. That's why I can't get annoyed about it Right, yet. but I, I love the fact that Dana White calls the shots. It's like, yeah. this would be fun. Let's make it happen. But what would your stance be if you was 
nine and oh, ten and oh mm-hmm. in Bellator or another another fighting corporation yeah. and you wanted to get yourself onto UFC, you know, you wanted to fight for the UFC mm-hmm. and CM Punk, who's never got in the octagon, instantly just fast tracks. Well, well, my, my, my thought on it's that would be... It's a, it is well, a business. Well, my yeah, thought business. on that would be... No, my nah. thought on that would be... He's not a nobody, though. It's not like CM Punk just was delivering pizzas and then went to the UFC. CM Punk has built a, a reputation. It might be in wrestling. He's built his name and reputation. An in... awareness and a reputation that but, but, isn't isn't mixed martial arts, but it, it is enough for UFC to think, okay, well, we'll hear you. And also, he hasn't not, fought yet. He's, again, sake. he's not walking so in and not, getting a title yeah, shot. No, in, no, no. no, no. I'm sorry, he must be taking it semi-seriously if he ain't fought yet. But look at the calibre of fighters we saw at Bellator. Mm-hmm. And these are people that, you know, are, are fighting MMA to try and earn their shot. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't earned his shot. You know, and no, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate yeah, no, because no, it's no, a, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't totally give a fuck. Can I, 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 totally can I tell a little s- story quickly, which 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 sums this up? And it's me going back to talking about myself again. Um, but <laughs> oh, I had a meeting God. with um, a woman called Kate Buckley, who looks after Riz Ahmed, who's who's been on the podcast, who's an amazing actor, and Andrew Garfield and loads of others. And I was Andrew meeting Garfield. Her, yeah, I was, I was meeting her to talk about. Um, about getting into acting. And I said to her, look, I want to start at the bottom. I've told this story a few times on the podcast, but I was like, I want to start at the bottom. I just want to work hard. Everything I've done, I've, I've grafted. I want to find out if I'm good. And she, she sat there and said, that's adorable, but it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. She said, the fact is, you've built a following, you've built a name, and that can open doors. It doesn't mean you'll get the gig, but mm-hmm. if you've got fans in the industry, then... You've done 10 years earning the reputation or whatever that opens that door for you. You've now got to go in there and prove it. Do you know what I mean? It, exactly. doesn't, it, it, it doesn't guarantee you... But, but what if you sack that against someone that had, had been an aspiring actor for 10 years? Mm. Do you, do you, what, where do you put yourself in that against them? Again, and, it's, and it's, Andrew Garfield. It's, it's, it's all opportunities, isn't it? I th- I th- I it, think is, it's, it is. I think... It is totally down opportunities. And that's what I said. That's why I said that I agree that I like the fact that Dana White has that power to go, yeah, do you know what? This would be interesting. Because that's the thing. There's wrestling fans, it's going to bring attention to the UFC. But I also think if I was out running at five o'clock every morning, training my fucking balls off, getting smashed up, and I was 10-0 in a, in a highly, you know, respected MMA organisation, yeah. and, and some bloke's got a pretty face from a, a sport that's not a proper combat sport. Uh, how, how many weeks are there in the year? There is 34. 34. There's, there's 35 UFC events yep. this year. Yep. So there's more than one a week. Yeah. CM Punk isn't keeping... CM Punk's fighting in one of the fights. Yeah. He's not keeping you out of the UFC. There's so many slots and so many mm. points and moments and yeah, opportunities to get plus, in there. So plus, I don't think that one also, guy... Also, plus, you should thing, stop fucking crying about shit like that. Because I don't, you, you should be you should have a thicker skin. It's the same same theory on jokes. You've got to learn to, to fucking ignore that stuff and carry on with and that's what it. I, I, I think it's... it's, I, I, it's I, an, I didn't lose sleep last night about CM Punk fighting in the UFC. You did. I, um, I don't give a shit. Other, what's that new uh, tattoo you got, though? It says, I hate... CM. I hate CM. I hate Spunk. Um, 
it's 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 a it's a one on one sport, and I think him having the opportunity. The fact is, it's fine for him to get the opportunity. He's going to be higher up the card than he might, have, but <laughs> that's money. He's earned. He's earned yeah. that spot. Yeah. He's earned that. Rib- he's he's going to pull more no, money he in than someone else. He hasn't earned it. He hasn't he's earned it. No. no, but what do we, but he's also earned. No, 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 he's 100% earned it. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, in, in, in quite a literal sense. Yeah, exactly. He's earned it. Yeah, he's earned it. If, if, if him being on there earns them 4 million more, he has earned that. No, that's not the reason you should be there. Yeah, but... That's you, like going, oh, we're going to no, put Donald Trump in. As soon as you start making concessions on marketing... Then you, 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 the exception to the rule always becomes a rule, and you. Come I think to a I think it's a tough one again. When you stop, when you start always thinking that we're always going to fight. If if that if that was always the way, it probably UFC might not be where it is now. And, the thing, and so you have to there's concessions. There's, there, there's concessions that are and made. The thing for, and if there he is, is, the thing for me, the thing for me, every just, professional just fighter can say, "Hey, well, there but my he is. Point, He's my, actually my a whole punk. point was was if I was somebody that had. Was an aspiring fighter that was, you know, had earned my, you know, earned my shot. Yeah. How would that, you know, how do you think, you know, it what do you make of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and still, like, but still, you're you're missing out. He's filling up one slot in over five hundred fights. Yeah. This year, you should you you maybe filling up one that. of over five hundred. You, you, you'll make that, and you need to but, be able but to. But the get thing over for that. me, the thing the thing that Brendan Ashab always argues on the fighter and the kid, and the thing that I don't agree with, and again, I'm a big fan. We've discussed this, this many times. But he always says, if I want to go and play for the LA Lakers, I can't. Or if I want to go and play for, you know, some, some baseball team or whatever, I can't. They're team sports, though. MMA is, is, is an individual sport. If CM Punk wants to go out there and try, if he loses, that's it. It's done. He's done. I think the name he's built has earned him the chance to lose. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? It hasn't earned think, him to uh, the, the right to have this long career or whatever else. No, but no. I why, think it's earned him the right to get a fucking ass-whipping Why has it earned him the right at the Premier League? Why has that not earned him the right at first on a Bellator? Demand and supply, economics. And also, uh, and also, fa- fa- fan demand. There's, there's no it's the same reason the that fact Brock is, saved fucking UFC 200. He didn't because it was a yeah. stacked card. But that's not for fans. We're talking there about is, the, the money, the marketing dollars that went into making that that big. And I get that. And I if, don't even if, like corporations, but I still understand that. that if you could business. honestly find me an MMA company that would be are willing to put CM Punk on first on their card, then I might. I might agree with that. Yeah, but, but if that, he wasn't in the UFC, he'd be headlining Bellator. Yeah, but or he'd be but, headlining wherever else. Of course he would, because because he's a famous face. Yeah, but that's like me going on Big Brother and punching someone in the face and going, right, I want to headline Bama. It's bullshit. I don't know. I, no, but again, they wouldn't let you headline. You're again, doing that Alex Reed. He has been. And what happened when he walked out? People were like, "What's he doing here?" It's, it's a ju- joke. It's, it's dual arguments here because. We've stated that Brock wasn't out for five years because he's in an athletic sport where you have to be in a certain blah, 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 blah. Tim Punk hasn't had combat sports, but he's been in an athletic industry. No, that's not what I said. 15 years. I, I, I said that, that Brock knows how to fight and you don't forget how to yeah. fight, but he's in shape, whereas Fedor mm-hmm. hadn't fought and was out of shape. Yeah, the thing is, is again, it's, it's the thing that annoys me about the Tim Punk thing is we just don't know yet. No, and, and don't get me wrong. And if he comes in again, I know he's trained BJJ for uh, for many many years. It's not that he started it now. He was 
he started to bring BJJ moves in into WWE and stuff like that, and yeah. he'd bring knees into W. He'd, he'd wear MMA type attire because he was into that stuff. So I know he's trained, but yeah, again, we don't know his level. Yeah, the fact is he can afford to go to one of the best camps in the world. And again, the fact is you'll get people from from Jackson's from numerous other places. Yeah. In fact, you'll get Matt Mitrione, you'll get Brendan Schaub. The only place Brendan Schaub has ever fought is in the UFC. That's the only place he's had any MMA ex- experience. But he, he, he and he came from an athletic tough, sport, but, but he, he didn't he, come he, from, went, he went on tough, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And but again, you will have, have numerous people who've, who've, who've only went on ever tough had and, and famously sneered at Kimbo walking in the room mm. because what's Kimbo doing here? Yeah. You know? And Kimbo lit, lit people up. This is a little bit like, I always think this as um, when you DJ and sometimes... Well, I, I just want to clarify, sorry, I really ain't got no fucking shit about no, no, CM Punk fighting. Playing, uh, I'm just trying to see it from a fighter's perspective. I, I said, for me, the key is, is the term and the definition of earned. Is it, yes, he's not earned it in, in blood, in, in whatever blood. else, but he's earned it in the, the earnings that he can bring and to the, the table. And, and the interest. Um, he's not, the interest he's not, he can he's bring not a lower table. league wrestler going, hey man, put me in the UFC. And again, Go, it's, it's, it's walking into the Premier League, but it's not. It's walking no, in exactly. on a Premier League show, but he's fighting, again, a, a lower league fight. Yeah, but he's exactly. fighting but, someone but, with but, limited experience as well. And, and, and Can you pass far, me the... The Pepsi Max. I as need to make me another organisation goes, you, wow, that was impressive. Like, um, like I was saying with DJing, is that I might want to play music that might be slightly new to people, but also I want to sugarcoat that. I'm going to put in the the things yeah. that are going to get a crowd like going, and that is a little bit like any other event. Sometimes you're going to go, mm, well, we want to keep this thing of ours going. That's the mafia saying, but. We want to keep it going. We want to make sure this gets big. We want to be able yeah. to offer all our fighters the biggest thing. Every now and then, we're going to bring in someone who is a little from from another area, but we know he's going to sell well. It's not like UFC do it left, right and centre. The majority mm-hmm. of the UFC fights that we watch, we nerd out over people that come from backwater Brazil or some, some they're, they're, they're ex-fighter pilots in, in some other country and they have a real story and they're real human beings beat you know who are, who are great. You're gonna add sugar to that. You're gonna you're gonna say, well, let, let's make sure that these other stories are seen I mean, in the rest of the world. Uh, let's put CM Punk. Let's uh, put Brock Lesnar on the fucking. Card. Uh, we're probably boring the hell out of people, yeah, but sorry. just finally for me, I think it's a win-win situation. Ivory comes in, gets the shit kicked out of, him, and everyone gets to go. Ah, see shit. But everyone on that card earns a bit more money because he drew a lot of attention. Yeah. Or he comes in and wins. Everyone goes, oh shit. This this dude's good, right. and everyone still on that card earns a bit more money. I don't, Johnny Cage. I don't see the big move. the big loss. Um, but while we're on UFC 200, let's talk faggot. Oh, um, yeah. So we've I haven't discussed it on this, but I've talked about it a little bit online. Um, and there's 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 a new one here, but Bisping, as we discussed yep. before, uh, we've discussed off of the podcast. I had someone. Um, a lovely guy tweeted me a link to his first MMA article in Front Magazine. Um, and it's great that MMA is getting more coverage and people are writing about it. And he said, I think you might like this. It was about Bisping. And I had to explain to him, I'm not up for, up for reading that because I love or hate Bisping. And I've been up and down. I've not been the biggest fan over the years. But when he won, 
I was genuinely, as you saw on the night, I wasn't cheering for him to Shocked. win, but I was genuinely happy for him. But then I was like, happy. This is a beautiful story. And beforehand, in fact, I said, what could happen here is Bisping and Faber both end this night as champs, which is a beautiful story. And I'm not a fan of Faber. Yep. I'm not the biggest fan of Bisping, but I was really happy for him. And then after the post-fight press conference where he was swigging beer, he called Luke Rockhold a faggot. And it bummed me out hugely because I was like, right, I just can't get behind this guy. I can't support <laughs> that. Um, it's stupid. It's, it's, it's... He knew he'd fucked and, up straight away. Yeah, well. he said, oh, shit. And again... I'm going to get into trouble. Um, and this isn't, this isn't sh- shitting on Bisping because the interesting thing is after UFC 200, they had a fight pass thing with, with, with your boy CM Punk... Um, and Donald and Donald Cerrone, um, and 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 Cerrone said, "Call me a fault like a fag." That's right. Um, and it got a lot of heat. And Cerrone, it, it, it's a really weird one because I'm a big fan of Donald Cerrone, and I was like, "Man, this sucks." Instantly, I went on Instagram, and Cerrone had post posted a picture of himself in the new uh, "We Are for Everyone" or something the 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 gay pride T shirt that the UFC had done that yeah. week to support the the tragedies in Orlando. And then again, obviously they had the first gay headline in a major pay-per-view and then won the belt and so on and so forth. And he posted a picture of himself in one of them t-shirts and said, look, I fucked up. He owned up to it. He said, look, I, I shouldn't, I, I said the wrong thing. I'm not homophobic. I've got a lot of friends who are gay. I've got a lot of fans who are gay. I support this. This is blah, 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 blah. And I thought that was good. Cause I was like, right, well, there you go. He's owned it instantly. Bisping, I hadn't seen do that. It seemed like it had just been, let's kind of try and ignore it. So I was on board with with Donald. But then apparently he's, he's since deleted that post, which now and makes Donald. me confused. Yeah, which, which now makes me confused yeah, about the also, whole thing. Also, I don't know why. I need to clarify, I don't know why he's, he's deleted it because I looked at that post, thought, great. I looked at the comments, instantly, tons of his fans. Again, he's the cowboy. He's got a lot of redneck fans. Instantly, tons of people going, don't apologise or don't try and be... PC for these fags and just 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 a lot of homophobic stuff was underneath it. So you don't know if he's deleted it because right, this is turning into a, a, a more hate than it was initially even there, or if he's deleted it because it's like right, actually I'll brush it under the carpet yeah. as well. But I just want to kind of discuss that a bit because people have defended Bisping, and again, I don't think Bisping's a bad person. I don't think he's a homophobe. I think that's but that, people that's but people yeah. argued on the Cerrone one as well that. And and or, or even with the Bisping one, actually, they said that in Britain, fags a different w- word, and it's it just means weak or it means stupid or whatever mm-hmm. else. It's like that's still what's wrong with it, though. It'd be horrible for stew if we started calling someone a stew if they were weak. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it, it's still yeah, it's still it's still associated. Yeah, yeah. It's still associated word that wasn't a person's name. The word, the word was fag. Well, maybe fag always originated from someone who was gay. Oh, maybe, yeah, oh, maybe, okay, 100%. So. No, there's, there's no argument at all to say that when they were calling someone a fag for weak, that it wasn't associated with homosexuality. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. that's absolute bullshit. That's, that's where it comes okay. from. It's, just, it's, just don't say it's, it. It's, it's, yeah. And yeah. again, it's, but that's it. It's, it's just, I wanted to discuss it and address it here because mm-hmm. I think s- some people do go, oh, but I'm not talking about gays. It's like, I know you're not. And I get your point, but you're still using 
it as a derogatory but word. But we did as well. And this is oh, we the, have, this I is have, the, yeah. To me, this is the most interesting point, is that don't go fucking lashing yourself if you've used the word fag or still do, but educate yourself and learn beyond that. Because I have for ages, so... Faggot, for me, has been a word that is just someone who's been wink, uh, uh, weak or wimping out. It mm. doesn't mean what, what, what your again, sexual that's preference the, was. The, that's associating yes, a, it a is. stereotypical that, that characteristic. That came back from that, with, but I didn't know that. I wasn't trying to accuse anyone from a homosexual. I was accusing you of being weak. And, and also, by the way, I used to say as a kid all the time, oh, don't be a gay. Even now, I will still say, <laughs> you gay. And maybe I'll say that to a heterosexual guy because it's funny because obviously that's not what they are. Mm. It doesn't mean to say I hate gays. It's just a heterosexual guy again, it's doesn't a... suck dick. So but then it's... that's offensive to them. But even so, regardless of that, it's like I although one although my agenda on human beings is that it doesn't matter, you know, what your sexual preference is, what your sexual makeup is, how you define yourself as lesbian, bi, gay, or trans, or any of that. I still come out with these things. I still come out with insults that are so inbred in me from coming from my situation that they do blur out. And they do, they do, and they, a lot, they come from a good place, even though they have this waiting that is so much more awful for other people to hear. But I gen- yeah. And I'm learning not to do that. And I'm learning that, no, like I don't believe it. And sometimes my vocabulary doesn't always catch up with my heart as quickly Uh, but that's my thing i don't think that any of that is a valid excuse and if Mm. if if, if you use it in the street Mm. and someone's offended and they tell you Mm -hmm. that's the appropriate uh, uh, recreations and and i completely agree with that uh, but the fact is when you're scanning that up to someone that's in the public eye they deserve the backlash that they get because again it should be let off and doesn't it's going to make people think it's okay to say that i'm saying is being a person being a human being Mm. and understanding only my own situation and not being able to be in your head pip or your head stew is that i do sometimes say things that just from a past that I don't even like, uh, that, that was impressed upon me through mm. from the, the school. So I'm not saying don't allow there to be a backlash on Bisping. I'm not saying that it's appropriate to say that. What I'm saying is it exists. And also we sometimes, as human beings, sometimes say that shit. And we, we only will learn from it by having people... Calling us out on it and, and that's going exactly it. and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly. No, it's, no, no, no. We we we're, we're grown up now. We that's we've the key part that's for me. Nonsense. It's the calling out on it. It's exactly, the fact is, man. if we all just ignore Bisping no, saying that no, or no, Cerrone, no. who's one of my favourite fighters and people, I've heard him on so many podcasts. I think he's hilarious, but. Mm. Dude still needs to be called out on this shit because yeah. people, if, if we just ignore it because we like that fighter or because that fighter's British and we're British or whatever else, then it justifies it and it makes no, it acceptable, exactly. which like, is not at all. You need to call it out. That's, the, that's a whole different thing and I completely mm. agree with that. We have to always address it. And at the same time, I think we also need to push words all the time. We have to challenge what we think are taboo words. Yeah. Because at the same time of agreeing with all of that... It always comes back to the thing that words are giving. You know, you 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 decide what you, words words have power and meaning. Obviously, I mean, I've preached that for a long time, right. but equally, we can't choose which words in those situations. Um, a white straight person can't choose if the N word 
or the F word used here, mm-hmm. we can't turn around and go, no, let's stop giving them power. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not our place no. to turn around and change that because we're not the ones who've but been it's, oppressed it's, by it, that it, word no, or, no, or been made agree, to feel but, worthless but, but by that word. Or had that word shouted at us as we're being beaten ulti- up or shit like that. Ultimately, eventually, it will get tested, like the word cunt, right? Everyone says cunt now, cunt, 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 cunt. How many All people right, listening easy. now <laughs> are going to be offended by that? You dial it back 20 years, the word cunt was a pretty fucking racy word to use. When I say racy in a dictionary or whatever, I just yeah. mean no, it's controversial. I it doesn't agree. mean about but race again, or sexuality. But again, so, it's, it's one that can be, it's, it's one that isn't associated to any one s- social group. Mm-hmm. Um, cunt is, is more open. I, I did a post once. No, but no, no, it is. No, no, let's not, let's not, let's, no, no, hold on. It is a, a, a it is. It's women. No, I. I you see, that's we, where no, I disagree. The word, the word "cunt" is a is a is a, is a, is a put down, but it's also the worst thing you can say, and it also relates to a vagina, which happens to be a, a female appendage. But again, appendage. I don't that, think it's like an arm. I, I, that's where I disagree because again, I I, I would agree you if I didn't cunt. call people a dick or a cock or other things. It's not like we've chosen the female genitalia to, to be the offense. It's like. No. All genitalia is is on my list of you of, of, of words, and I had this. I I, I called. I, it was actually on Australia Compton Post, and I was saying, "Look, I think the film's great. I think this is great, but for me, we've still got to remember Dre's history of beating a, a women, and that makes you a forever cunt or forever a pussy or something forever like that. Pussy, a forever yeah. pussy." I said, and again, and someone called me out on that, and I was like, "Right, no, I would agree with you." And and my response, comically. In my mind, she was saying, you're using the female gen- as if, oh, that's the worst thing in the world. And I just replied going, you can't be in a dick about this. Just to make a point that I'll use dick as much as I'll use pussy, yeah, yeah, as yeah, in yeah, yeah. I'll use cock as much as I'll mm-hmm. use cunt, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. I think they're more interchangeable. You've n- n- never called someone hetero or you straight prick. Mm. So we've not got the counter of homo or faggot or mm. gay. We've not got that counter. You've never called someone you white motherfucker. You dumb whitey because we've not. So we've mm. not got the counter of no, the n word or whatever a, that's else. A, that's a great point. I so so it's these words that haven't got a, 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 a comparison. Mm. Can't, I get the idea of that, and I, I said I've heard people argue mm. that it's a tough one because again I'm male, therefore it's a tough one. But I feel more comfortable in that argument because I've got the counter and I use mm. them both regularly. I don't. The, there is no counter of the others. Anyone else got anything on their list they want to discuss? Because this is really good. I think that's Can really Can we advice. talk about Chris Glasson in Duke's nightclub? Yes, there we go. We've said we're going to get to a Duke's one about... We, no, need, we need to fuck about some more. It's been quite serious yeah, tonight, it's hasn't it? has been quite serious and heavy. Joe's been all pensive about that. Hence why he's been um, actually like giving me... I want to muck about. Me. All right, mate. Just muck about. Everyone, everyone um, talks seriously, Pip, and it's... I want to. I want to talk some rubbish. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. It's so, very serious. I mean, it was your mate, That's wasn't so it? Fun. It wasn't actually you. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's how we're covering covering yeah. this up, isn't it? My mate, the one of my mates that I know. Your mate, Chiss Craig. Craig, right? My mate Craig. Craig Glasson. Shut the fuck up, Craig Gleason. Gleason. He's Irish. Yeah, is he? Yeah, and um. Craig Gleason. Give us a beer, mate. Um, so, one time, my mate, my mate, I wasn't even, I wasn't, <laughs> <that night. laughs> 
But my mate Craig told me about this. Uh, it's weird because because Mark was there. Like one of your best mates, Mark was there with Craig. Oh, did Gleason, he know Craig? Right? But oh, you weren't there that Craig. night. Yeah, Mark knows Craig. Craig. Ask Mark Irvine first how he knows Craig. And um, basically, what happened was, oh, I I knew Craig back then. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> good guy. It's a fucking legend. He's a bit of a terror away, He was he? literally a black belt at 10, which is weird, because yeah. I'm the only other guy that I know. Did you hang out? He's a bit of a terror no, away, but, you know, we ended up getting a first in economics, so. Has <laughs> he so got a dog? No. Tends to. He likes to think he has. Anyway, my mate Craig, not this guy you're talking about, he said that he went to Dukes with a few of my other homies, and... Um, he was having a night. Oh, where's Jukes? He's, he's like in, is it Chelmsford? He's in Chelmsford. I don't know what it's called now. Anyone know? No. And uh, we went there. Typical 18-year-old thing. I, you know, eyes full of dreams. You're there because you think, oh, maybe there's girls and there's going to be music and alcohol. It's all going to be great. And uh, he was there. And Craig. Craig. Yeah. At Jukes. At Jukes. Looking for ladies. <laughs> looking for ladies. Yeah. Looking for love. So Dukes is a bit of a sort of what we maybe call a towny club. Like, it's yeah. definitely a towny club. Yeah. But back then, he didn't have any frame of reference for what a towny club was. Craig only knew Essex. <laughs> <laughs> Love Craig. <laughs> I am Craig's throbbing boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig. Anyway, Craig's... <laughs> I'd like to say imagine Craig's the shit, but I know Craig, right? Craig is a mediocre, average dude. Right. He works He works in a clothes company, gets really nice clothes to defend like certain parts of his aspects of his personality and, you know, what he looks like. He thinks he dresses well. He dresses get well, women. Craig. So he goes to this nightclub and uh, basically he goes in there and as luck would have it, there's a very beautiful female. Oh. She is wearing um, a lovely, like, like r- silk dress. Mm. She's wearing silk white gloves, which is Ooh. even... Yeah, I know. Like, Craig's I mean, attention to detail is amazing. Well, Do you remember to tell you all of this? Hey, I mean, yeah. I mean, he told me, like, it was like a Jilly Cooper novel. And he was like, he was like, wow, this girl's hot. Mm. So did you say lace gloves? No, no, uh, silk better than lace. Like, silk these gloves, that's silk. very warm. In a club, yeah, in a club, clammy hands. In a club, like, well, I, Craig didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) So, so basically, Craig's dancing around. Craig's a superb dancer. He's got moves. He's got moves. That that guy's dances. Um, Anyway, before you know it, they're having a little chinny, chinny wag, and they they start to kiss. Mm. Craig and. Craig and this 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 um girl um you know beautiful girl and so Craig's like wow okay awesome and then one of Craig's mates as is commonly known in Essex Craig one of Craig's mates um let's call him Matty uh, Matthew Jill Hearn yeah Jill Hearn comes up behind him whilst they're kissing and attempts to make love to Craig like you know in a jovial just a you know a light a light bumming Mm. as a joke and uh, of course a a mild bumming a mild mild to light diet bumming yeah and uh, everyone has a laugh (laughs) and but the 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 girl says to Craig 
That's a bit weird. Why is he? Why is he trying to? Why is he trying to have sex? Why are him and his mates being a bit? Are you gay? And Craig says, "Oh, well, I'm not gay. Um, you're cool." Anyway, and then they split up and they go their own ways. Craig's thinking, "Wow, that was pretty cool." And someone says to Craig, "What the fact she just walked off?" You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say to Craig, "Well, are you going to have sex with her tonight?" That's a very, that's a big ramp up. Mm. But, as yeah. a, but as a child, no one's got any real mature barriers to go. Well, that's no. a stupid thing exactly. to say. You so kiss a Craig's girl. Like, you kiss a girl. She asks if you're gay. She walks away. <laughs> then you have sex. Yeah. Exactly, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, <laughs> Craig sounds a bit dangerous. Well, Craig, dangerous Craig, Craig is like, I'm having a nice time. There's some, yeah. there's some peer pressure here, but it's not peer pressure. It just sounds like. It doesn't sound like peer pressure. It sounds like advice. Yeah. Craig, well, he's uh, taking was, notes, isn't he, Craig? Because the clarity that he related to Chris is amazing. <laughs> Chris, Chris, criminal. It's, it's, it's banter, pre-banter, isn't it? This is before the invention of banter, but, you know, yeah. go on. Craig goes to uh, the bar, then he goes to the toilet. He has a think about what everyone's saying, and he thinks, you know what? <laughs> They're probably right, you know. I can probably um, have sex with um, Exhibit A. Rational, mm. rational um, decision. Wearing her gloves. Goes, but he also thinks her girl, her, her friend was really pretty. Mm. Maybe he can just have a threesome. Definitely. I mean, Definitely. And, and the most logical thing to think is Ben's driven in his blue less than a litre Fiesta. Gangster. Best thing to do. Nip it in the bud. Fuck them both in the back of the Fiesta. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Because they're giving off the signals. Well, they? they are giving these signals. Yeah. I, I think you might be gay. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, yeah, and walked off, yeah? yeah well, and walked off. So Craig goes to the toilet. Keep saying Craig. And, and he, he goes to the toilet. He's in a, he's in a cubicle and he has a wee. And he, he realises he's not wearing any un- uh, any boxer shorts he's just got his, his, his trousers up what a time for Craig to realise this what a time for Craig Craig is oh Craig <laughs> Craig just lives life loose Craig, Craig is fast and loose oh, in every Craig. way right? Craig is fast and loose in every way oh turns out I didn't wear any underwear today fucking LA doesn't have a fucking clue do they there's a reason they those... called him Commando Craig <laughs> they, they don't have a clue about pornographic movies this shit happened according right. to Craig so basically he was having a wee and he realised that his willy was kind of big that night he was like, oh, oh god you know, like, that's, that's, that's so much bigger than usual. So anyway, he goes, he goes to the, he goes to that's 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 significant in the in the story. <laughs> Stu is dying, by the way. Oh. Stu is having a fucking meltdown. Oh, we? Craig! Oh, Craig! We've no pants on. We've a massive Craig, penis. Craig oh. pops his oh, back bigger in. than usual. <laughs> that must be why I didn't put any underwear on. <laughs> Pro- probably didn't fit. Well. <laughs> Probably couldn't fit it in. Probably couldn't fit it in, so just thought, fuck I'll it. I'll leave them at home. I think that... that I've got I no think, time to squeeze this in there. I think that's why Craig... I've got oh. no time to thumb this into some underwear. <laughs> oh, Craig. I think that's why Craig thought his thing was bigger. Because it had been rubbing against the, you know, the, the buttons. The buttons. Oh, I love buttons. the fact this story's going on so far that you're actually thinking you know a Craig. <laughs> so it's yeah. rubbing against his... But oh, I see. Oh. So because he's not got any 
underwear on. Oh, That's why right. he's become Stop laughing at a little, a little Craig. Mate, I was laughing Craig. at you. I was laughing no, at no, Craig. Mate Craig, me, mate Craig. And um, so basically, Craig decides that he's sexy he's gonna... by default because he ain't got no pants on. <laughs> he's sexy yeah. by default. That should be a fucking album. Um, so Craig basically decides, he comes up with that plan in the toilet. Obviously, he's he's mad. Hang on, hang on. What plans he made in the well, toilet? Listen, again? You listen, remind me. Gonna, oh, to, to get to have the threesome down. in Ben's he's car. He's gonna have the threesome with the girl with the fucking white, white silk gloves, gloves. Yeah, and a sexy mate. Obviously, yeah. she's got white gloves. In that Ben's car. He's been Craig. driving at the time. Or are you gonna no, go? No, right, Ben's there, parked it outside in Jukes, man. What right. are you fucking Ben doesn't going on about? No, when 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 Craig had sex <laughs> with the two girls in the back seat, yeah. where's Ben? Is he still in the club? He's still in the, in the club. club. He's right. right. He's, he's, home, home, he's, he's home on the way home. No, it's not on the way home, right? right. I mean, right. Craig's thinking, yeah, he's got get morals. in there now. Yeah. We've got yeah. time. I'm yeah. not going to have sex again yeah, in front of yeah. my friends. Of course not. Ben's, so. in, Ben's in the club listening to Apollo 440. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about Ben, mate. Anyway, so Craig walks out in the fucking toilet. He's got a, he's got a fucking goal. Right. Yeah. This guy knows what mm-hmm. he's up to. What's on the agenda? The agenda is fucking two really hot women, Stu. Yep. Have you not been in listening? Ben's car. In Ben's car. Ben's and, not there. He's not driving. Quicker than it would have been if he had pants to take off. <laughs> brilliant, he's brilliant. already he's already got that. It's going to be a speedy delivery. <laughs> Speedy. Yeah. Special delivery. Special delivery. Go Craig. So, he goes up to Ben, like Ben's near <laughs> the toilet, and he's like, can I get your keys? He can remember this really clearly as well. <laughs> can I get your keys? Why, mate? Going to have a threesome with that girl I was kissing. And had you mate? even talked to the other one? Had you even talked to her mate? Oh, sorry, had Craig even talked to her <laughs> mate? My bad, my bad. Not a word. No, not a word, but Craig is like... Best get them keys before even I even make the inquiries. God, it'll work She's about to have a heart attack over here. Best get them keys to save time. I've saved time on the short. Like, I don't want to waste the time. I'll speak I've, to her later. I don't want to waste the time I've saved on the pants by yeah. having to go and get keys. Exactly right. This sounds. You should have been there. Well, I'm you couldn't have had a mate. But anyway. Craig, yeah. Was Craig really so, drunk? Craig weren't that drunk. Like Craig no. was mm, kind of merry. Yeah. So Craig anyway, was pantless ben, and bigger than usual. Ben, ben, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about Craig. <laughs> Today was a good day. Ben was, a, <laughs> ben was being a homie. Straight up, no questions. Here's the keys. Who's he to douse anyone's dreams? Ben's especially Craig. Fucking right, Craig. His boy. Does he know Craig? He knows Craig too well. Ben's yeah. like, you can have the keys as long as there's someone to clean up afterwards <laughs> with white gloves. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Exactly. So I was thinking, well, well done. I got this. I picked the right one. One bird, two stones. Well, actually, two anyway, birds, too one. many. It's almost like squared. Yeah. And two um, birds, one Craig. So Chris <laughs> Craig starts walking around the nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Craig starts walking around. Starts walking around the nightclub. People start getting aggy with him, man. It's a busy night. People start getting aggy with him. Jealousy's an ugly emotion, Craig. Well, 
He's on a mission. <laughs> he's on a mission. And he's walking past people, you know, they're they're playing like, you know, excuse me. Down, 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 down. Yeah. Well, you know, all that other shit. Nightcrawler and all that other stuff. People are fuck, should be having a good time, but he's trying to walk through people. People start getting salty, as as we know, as one of my favourite terms for mm. someone who isn't happy that you're walking past them. Yeah. He doesn't understand. Yeah. And also, because of his goal, he's about literally about to have a threesome. Mate, he's zoned in. Craig's locked in. He's yeah. like got a yeah. red locking computer game symbol. Craig, yeah. But he looks around the club. He's not rude, is he? No, no, no. He's had no joint seen. And, and people have Can't got find the girl. weird with him as well. People yeah. are getting weird. People are not pushing him, but push, they get, they're pushing away from him. Yep. Chris walks up to the steps behind Craig the... Does. Is he with Craig? Shit, yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris <laughs> walks up with Craig and um, he's, by, he's by the DJ stand. And that's on the steps. So he's standing at the top of the steps in front of the glove on the top. By the DJ saying, just stop there. With Mark, actually. Craig's up there with Mark. Mm. Anyway. Did Mark as- have pants on? <laughs> yeah, I think so. As far as we know. Mark Irvine fested. Anyway. Did he arrange to free some with nobody? No, of course not, man. Oh, okay. He was just there. Just, just Craig. Just enjoying just, his time. You know, he knew what... He was like... You know, he knew the score. Yeah. Craig was about to have a threesome. Well, yeah, of course you know, he was. Not, none yeah. of his business. Of course. Just walk with Craig. Yeah. He's, he's got the keys in his pockets and the pants in his drawer at home. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's ready to go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, finally, um, that beautiful girl with the white gloves shows up and she's walking up the stairs in front of Craig. With her mate? With her mate in tow. She's holding her mate's hand and I'm... Craig, Craig's home and driving. Like, Craig's thinking, I mean, this has been weird, but I finally got here. Craig's probably already got his hand on the keys, mate. Yeah. Craig's well, probably like, I best grab the keys because we're going to be in the car in no time. Here's a little twist. Craig hasn't got his hand on anything just yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though Craig's about to have a threesome. No, but he's thinking, here we go, you've got to play it cool, Stu. Sure, you sure, don't know anything yeah. about having a threesome, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right, so... She she gets to about the second step, which is right in front of him, right? And and Craig says, if you remember, she thought he might be gay because yeah. old Matty K was trying to act jokingly bum him while they were kissing. And Matty Gilhern. Matty Gilhern, legend. And uh, so, so Craig says to her, first words, grabs her hand, and she looked happy. She was smiling. She... She'd spotted. Pleased to find Craig again. Yeah. Just found Craig, you yeah. know. Because of, after all that banter, it was kind of cool. Yeah, Craig's and, um, a fun guy. You know, and then Craig says, do you want me to prove I'm not gay? Good opening line. Interesting line. Nice because one, Craig. he's like trying to crack in there because, you know, you and you... Craig's you, cut you, to the chase, hasn't he? He has it, cut it to the chase. It allows him to, though. It's a good yeah. line that allows yeah. him to cut to the yeah, chase. Yeah. It's like, you've joked I'm gay. Yeah. Do you want me to prove I'm not gay? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a little, it's a little yes. bit comical, very rapey. When I was in the toilet, when Craig, when was, in Craig was in the toilet, he's thinking he's hung like God right yeah. now. Yeah, so he's, 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 he's feeling he's like while the while the iron is hot. Good idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, strike while the iron is bigger than usual. Bigger than usual. <laughs> you know, we're talking at least just go two in, to just three go mil bigger. <laughs> yeah. than what Sweet. Craig's dick normally is. Yeah, it's a good day. Anyway, this young lady. The smile drops off her face. 
no. Grabs her. Well, she's already got a mate's hand, and she just runs back down the stairs. Runs. Fr- well, she's she's going she quickly. Flees. She's she flees. fleeing. She's fleeing. She's fleeing. Like <laughs> the, judge the the speed of that. Now yeah. that is not what Craig was expecting, was it? Well, unless she knows Craig where the she car's going, parked. She's going to the car. Unless she, yeah, I was going to say, unless yeah. she knows where the car's parked, she would not be fleeing in such a manner. That didn't even pass Craig's mind because Craig saw part terror in her face. Oh, Jesus. He knew that that was gone. That that had gone wrong. Mm. And he turned round to his mate Mark and he was like, I don't know what's happening there, man. <laughs> and so he puts his... Like, he just, he just puts his hand down and then he puts his hand on his dick and it is rock solid, man. Like, oh, Lord. Craig's dick is like a like monument station. Yeah. He, yeah. he is rock hard. But the weird thing is, Craig's not putting his hand on his dick, his rock-solid dick, in his trousers. <laughs> Craig's putting his hand on flesh. Oh, Craig. And his dick's just out, <laughs> hard. Good Lord, Craig. In a nightclub. So Craig's dick is just poking out of his <laughs> pantless trousers. Yeah, oh, yeah, Craig. yeah, yeah. Craig's standing at the top of a boat, just stairs with an erection. Poking out of his... That he's that he can't, he can't be sure when he got it, but he's pretty sure that's the reason everyone was angry with him. <laughs> so Craig was walking around the club with his erection out, unknowing, un- unbeknownst to him. I mean, it, it explains it explains the aggression from the, the fellow clubbers. It explains the speed with which Ben gave him the keys. <laughs> Get out of here, you creep. Yeah. And then it explains the terror. It explains the terror on the poor girl's face. I still reckon I could have fucked her, though. <laughs> oh, Craig. Um, yeah, that was bad. That was a bad oh, day God. for Craig. Craig sounds like a dangerous oh, you loner. See, you, you, see, you see Craig's got any other stories for the next one? He's got zero he sounds like a good guy. I, th- I think that's... Is that a point to end the podcast on? Have you got anything else you'd like to address, Stu? How can you add to that? How can you add to that? Have you got anything else you'd like to address, Craig? Sorry, Chris. (laughs) 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 Well, I think that is a wrap-up. I think we can mention... (laughs) Um, Just just quickly, as I was saying, we've got our club night at the book club on the the 27th with Barry from the Dub Pistols. Lindy Layton, Big International. And Lindy... Uh, late and beats international it's at the book club on august 27th yep if you want to be on the guest list send names to info at the trash society.com it's going to be a good night with we have great guests great regulars great our residents we've banned anyone having their erections visible and craig on the dance floor craig's banned <laughs> craig's been banned for a long time yep. um, so it's going to be a good erection free night yeah come down Please, please wear underwear. Just yep. that's just a little tip. Just come out in your underwear. That's that. Anything we need to plug? Are, are you guys Redshift Rebels? Um, yeah, we've got new club nights coming up with Cooley G. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got crazy good things going on. Yeah, tell us about it, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're launching a new night, aren't we? Um, called Audio File. Excellent. With Miss Cooley G. Um, yeah. Signing the hyperdub and general all round pretty fucking fresh producer dj we've got some big names lined up for the launch and it's going to be it's going to be at the book club where we where we run our night we are lizards and do you know when it is yet Have you got october yeah. october you're launching october. october second saturday of october i believe nice so about the 7th 
fifth or seventh. And uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be big. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah, we we that's going to be amazing. And also, I've been getting crazy um, pictures for drunk cast merch as well. So drunk cast merch could be on its way. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. We're, we're looking at doing you know some t-shirts and stuff of you know of us three talking. Uh, where can people keep up to date with that? It's the come Redshift. On, come on, Redshift Rebels on Insta, and you will know. Insta, know so it's happening. it's Redshift. It's just at Redshift Rebels. Yeah, at Redshift Rebels, because we we've had a load of crazy illustrations for fucking dumb shit that um, that we've that, said that, that we've said that people have turned into artwork, like Claire Hoops, who's a yep. great illustrator. She's amazing. So Very she good. she she picked up on Yummy, which um, it's is, Chris's catchphrase. I'm really offended by that. Um, but she's turned that into a, a donut. She's done. Um, she's done what's up. She's done wankers, wankers, wankers. She's done, oh, drawn you as a fucking thunderbolt. Uh, what we were it. thinking of doing was doing like a, a signature tea for each of us, yeah. and doing a, one of the whiffing, so yeah. having a nice a logo and it being like a t-shirt you yeah, buy yeah, in an yeah. Irish pub to say you've been to that pub. A yummy, a yummy, yummy one of the of the donut. Something on mine. I don't know what. And then yeah. Just dip. just messing about on that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they will yeah. be. You'll update on that on the on the yeah. yeah we'll post because pages. we want to see what you guys want to want to. It's a shame that, that 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 Craig's not here because we could do a t-shirt for Craig with maybe like oh, a man, a very small erection. I was like, going to say it'd be great if it's just a blank t-shirt and then just at the bottom there's just a dick Craig's coming erection, out. Craig's erection, yeah. So, so if you tuck your t-shirt in, there's just a yeah. dick pointing out. Yeah. Just Craig's erection. You ought to speak to Craig and see what he says. That's a great uh, t-shirt. I'm pretty sure Craig. <laughs> Hit Redshift up if the only t-shirt you would ever be willing to buy is one of Craig's erection <laughs> sticking out the bottom of a t-shirt. There's no, there's so no just way. right at the hem, just right at the hem, just a cock no sticking out. No one's buying a t-shirt of a, a coming from the hem of a t-shirt I think that's a fact yeah what you could do is an extra long t-shirt so if you tuck it all in it's not visible but as the night goes on it might start to creep yeah. out and just the tip <laughs> might start to peek above the belt <laughs> oh man Craig Craig ain't cool with that oh Craig anyway thank you all for tuning in um, August 3rd Leicester Square Theatre the book launch of the Distraction Pieces podcast yeah. book I'm crazy proud of it I really want you all to see it and check it out and come along and be part of that live podcast um, while I'm up in Edinburgh I think the Edinburgh show's sold out at this point but but while I'm up in Edinburgh I'm going to try and record a few more podcasts while I'm up there so there's plenty to come we, we're going to have live recording podcasts coming out of the London one, of the Edinburgh one, and of the Glasgow one. But those live recordings are of you guys. So if you want to be part of the podcast rather than just um, a passive receiver as you are now, if you want to come and engage in it and ask questions and be part of it, come on down to one of those three shows. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, This has been the Distraction Pieces podcast. Bye. Bye, Craig. You've been listening to Scrooge Pitt's Discretion Peace. Peace.